Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. Hi, my name is Shaf. I'm from the Maldives. Uh, I'm on the Big Scuba podcast and I'll be talking about diving in the Maldives and my experiences about diving. So here we are, once again. Hello everybody, welcome to the Big Scuba podcast. My name is Ian, this is the Big Scuba and online with me via the power of Zoom is my good co-host, Gemma in Hello, everyone. A satellite delay because, <laughs> yes. So, welcome. If you are here for the first time, we want to welcome you too. Thank you for giving it a go. Um, we'll try not to let you down. There you are. Yeah, exactly. So, um, this is episode 57. So, if you like your tomato sauce, this is the tomato. This one is powered by tomato sauce, the 57. Variety. I knew you said the brand name and I thought I'd better not. Well, that's lost on me, I'm afraid. Heinz, come on, Heinz. I'm sure our listener who loves loves their tomato sauce loves Heinz tomato sauce. And there we go. Other other varieties are out there. And the brands, yeah. So coming up on this edition of The Big Scuba, we have Mike Haig, who is project director of Rec Hunters. You can find them on wreckhunters.co.uk. And uh, if you like your diving uh, archaeology, he's got an ology. And uh, if you like that, then uh, you will like this message that we're about to play on the big scoop of Batphone. Yeah, it's really interesting. It certainly is. So hang about for that. Also, a little bit of a chat about our beach art. Gemma's been making some prawns. (laughs) <laughs> out of beach plastic yeah and reef world have some news and also if you're looking for a job you may want well to stick around for this as well so uh, a little bit of news on that front so jen should we dial in and have a listen to this message that uh mike hager's left us yes yeah let's give this a listen hello caller please leave your message after the tone Remember to leave your name and where you are calling from so that we may play it on the wireless. Thank you for calling. Please leave your message after the tone. My name is Mike Haig. I'm the project director of Rec Hunters, which is a brand new diving operation in the Caribbean aiming to teach diving archaeology. First off, I'd like to thank Ian and Gemma for inviting me to take part in the Big Skewer podcast. It's a great site for bringing together a wide range of influential voices on our sport. And one of the great things about diving, of course, is it's so broad. Anyway, let me tell you, first off, about how the course came about. You see, I've been involved in diving from a very early age. I also studied archaeology university. So it seemed quite sensible to bring the two things together. So with diving archaeology, what we're really about is learning the wide range of skills, both traditional and more modern, which you need in order to investigate wrecks on the seabed. Now, the idea of wreck hunters came to me back in 2005 when I came and visited the island of Utila, which is a small island in the Caribbean. Now, back in the 70s, a small team of treasure hunters had gone there looking for booty. And they found a wreck, an 18th century wreck, but it had no value. And so they left. But one of them stayed, a guy called Gunter. And this site is a perfect, perfect situation in which we can train the skills we need to do. 
It's not been properly investigated, and they, we can now go back and do a proper job on the site in terms of archaeology, but also use it as an advanced underwater classroom. So, we're going to cover the whole basis of diving archaeology, from searching for wrecks, surveying and excavation, perhaps answering some of the questions that the Oliver has left. Where was she built? Where was she going? What was she carrying? What happened to the people that were wrecked with her? What is her part in the world of maritime travel? Now, like nearly everybody else, we've been affected by the pandemic, which means we had to put our plans back. But I'm happy to say that we aim this year, 2021, to run a survey season to explore a little bit more about the wreck and give us the basis for our future work. And then in 2022, to start the training project in earnest. We're looking for divers who've got at least paddy advanced open water or equivalent qualification. And there are other items we'd like them to have in their diving casebook. Please check the website for those details. But what you're going to get on our course is that ability to go through the whole gambit of skills. Photography, video, drawing, underwater metal detectors, recovery and lifting operations. So I'm really excited about what we have to offer. I'm really excited about the idea of welcoming people to work on this. Because the reality is that it's much easier to teach a diver to be an archaeologist or have archaeological skills than it is to teach an archaeologist to dive. And I believe there's a huge amount of people that would really enjoy a course like ours. And that's who we're looking for, those passionate people with that burning desire in their hearts, that glean in their eyes. And if you're one of those people, have a look at our website, www.wreckhunters.co.uk, and perhaps I'll see you in Utilla. And in the interim, I wish you all both enjoyable and safe diving. End of messages. If you want to feature on the Big Scooper podcast, please tell us about what you are doing under the water or on the water. Send us a quick voice recording via WhatsApp. The number is plus four four seven eight one zero 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 five nine two four. Thank you. So welcome back. I uh, hope you liked that message. That was really good. And thank you to Mike for um, doing that. So that's yeah. really good. And uh, there was the number on the answer, answer machine. If you want to participate and you've got something to give us a shout about, you know, I know in the UK we are locked down, but other parts of the world are still diving and having fun and jammy things you know so yes let us know what you're up to if you're diving and uh, still having some fun in the water somewhere that'd be really good or maybe you're kayaking or just generally having fun yeah let us know we love hearing from you you won't be sick about it at all (laughs) if you've got a message to tell the outside world if you've got a promotion coming up or a new project to do with underwater world or conservation then ring the phone and let everybody know it does, and it glows red. Mm. Well, Jim, I don't think people believe us when we say about that phone that glow, glows red. Yes. Actually, have you seen the Batman films? No. Okay, we'll have to work on that one, listeners. <laughs> um, okay, so that's that, Jim. Now, you've been making some beach art again. 
yes, it's from the plastic we collected off the beach back at the end of December when we could get out and about freely. So we've got all different colours. It's all been cleaned and we've put together some like little pictures in frames. So you've done some hearts, you've done some prawns, you've done some... Fishtails and some kind of abstract stuff as well. So we are we have got it for sale on Etsy. So our link is in our bio or the link will be in the show notes. So we've sold, I think, six pieces now. Yeah, so uh, Scuba Honey's been involved and you've been involved and it's yeah. all been... So, yeah, uh, we'll be making some more hearts for like the Valentine's type oh, of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's a red one done and I'll probably do a few more in different colours. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's in lockdown. How's that going to work? <laughs> well, they can buy peach art and set it in the next one. That leaves a message. <laughs> on, um, actually, um, maybe not. <laughs> no, we're not a dating agency. <laughs> Anyway, moving on swiftly. Uh, Reef World, let's talk about Reef World, our great friends over there at Reef World. They've got a job going, Jen. They have. It's in communications, was it? It certainly is. So um, if you are a good communicator and are looking for a job and looking for, you know, a job in a really exciting uh, line, you know, mm. I suppose at Reef World, you, you're going to be right in the middle of it. Uh, leading from the front and changing how dive centres, how dive guides operate. Yeah, and it's basically around the world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. You know, it's a really great opportunity. No, you can't. <laughs> I'm not very good at communicating, Jim, so I, I might, might not. You get there eventually, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, if, you, uh, if you want to have a look, go to their website, look up the Reef World foundation yes yeah and they've also got um their dive guide you can do on their e-course so you can log on do this course online and you can get a it's all free and you can get a certificate at the end of it and if you do want a certificate now hmm? you can get a certificate you can it's all digital but you do have to pay for that but there is now funding to get that for free so you can now apply for um this kind of scholarship fund to get the certificate paid for. Now, isn't it right? You've got to have a be of a certain level. You've got to have rescue diver level, yeah, to even do the course. So right. once you've got that, it will then show that you obviously understand the impact of diving on the environment and it will give your guests or people that are going to come and dive with you uh, some kind of assurance that you're a um, eco-conscious, reef-friendly dive guide and in all seriousness this um that is really good and uh, it is worthwhile doing and i think i'll be having a go at that as well yeah you so can do it i'd be a dive master. yes you've got that level of qualification i polish my certificate every night do you moving on again but yes is you know do if you know do uh look that up look up their website there's uh, guides on there. There's some really great media, and you know they and they always need supporting as well. So if you've got a spare couple of quid, rather than buying that cup of coffee, it's always good uh, giving them a bit of support as well. Yeah, so, they're a great bunch of people as well. So and don't forget Green Fins as well as one of their initiatives. So look that up and read about that as well while you're there. Yeah. So so that's yeah everything from Green Fins and the Reef Foundation. Reef yeah. World. 
they will look them up. Okay, so uh, Mike Haig, we've covered that. We've covered some beach art. We've covered reef world. I'll tell you something, um, actually, just, I know we haven't actually re rehearsed this little bit, Jim. Um, I was looking on Twitter and uh, yeah, you know, we're on Twitter as, as well. And there's Helen the shark. Have you heard about Helen the shark? I haven't. And uh, let me just tell you, because I've found something out, you know, that there's, and I need to do a bit more research on this, but if you, if you, if our listener is listening still, um, that'd be really good. Look them up. So go to Twitter and I'm, it's probably other, they're probably on Facebook and other things. And um, <clears throat> Helen the shark has got, 29,000 followers on Twitter. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> Helen is says, I'm a hugger, not a biter. Great white shark <laughs> by O-Search. Willing to type with fins to bring you shark facts. How about that? Hashtag shark facts. Sounds so interesting. Yeah. If you're on, if you, uh, I know um, there's been certain people the last couple of weeks have been banned from but those people will remain nameless but you know if you are on twitter then give it a look and uh maybe follow them as well because um, yeah. i think we'll be following that and maybe uh having a little look about who other sharks are on there yeah yeah because we've well There's we've got called grateful as well which i quite like <laughs> grateful. yeah yeah there seems to look there's a lot around sharks there's sharktopia we've been yeah, yeah. So look them up. Um, I wasn't aware of them until uh, very recently. And uh, maybe we can uh, do something with them in the future. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we can have Helen on. Yeah, I was just looking on Facebook. I can't see her initially on Facebook. but So, Jen, maybe we can have Helen on. Yes, maybe we can. <laughs> Fit her in somewhere. <laughs> great white <wire. laughs> You can play like the little shark song, can't you? No, let's not go there because that's song. <laughs> anyway, we digress. So thank you for sticking with us. And uh, let's dial into our guest who we got on this week's show, Jen. His name is Shaf and he's an underwater photographer. He's originates from Mo uh, the Maldives. So that's where he grew up and did his diving. Isn't he? He's mm -hmm. an instructor in um, ex-special forces guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So he's done some quite deep dives. Um, he learned his photography trade by taking pictures of, um, well, basically bodies underwater, wasn't it? He was the one that volunteered to do it. And that's where he found his love of photography. So Interesting way to learn, but hey, something has to do. Yep. So, but yeah, he's um, entered competitions and he yeah. now lives in Switzerland. Um, but yeah, it was quite an interesting conversation. Yeah, really nice guy and um, very busy on the social media as well, which yes. is really cool. Um, so it makes communication good. And uh, yeah, so look him up and, uh, you know, see what he's up to. And uh, let's sit back and catch up with what Shaft's been up to, shall we? Yep, here goes. Episode 57. Okay. Okay, so welcome to the Big Scuba podcast, and we have a guest today called Shaf. So, Shaf, would you like to tell our audience who you are and what you do? <laughs> yeah, my name is Shaf. I'm from the Maldives, but now I'm living in Switzerland, far off. Yeah, I used to be a diver, even now. <laughs> I don't teach anymore. I, I, I've stopped teaching, but 
I do a lot of underwater photography and exploration dives I used to do as well in the Maldives. Yeah. And I get invited to talk at um, Asian Dive Expo almost every right, yeah. at, the, at the tech conference. Yeah. Was you and, on the virtual one this year? Yeah, I was on the virtual one as well. Yeah. 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 So being in Switzerland, do you do any diving in Switzerland? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, me and my wife, we are diving in the lakes on and off whenever we get time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big change, but I love it. It's it's just water. I enjoy being in the water. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a big diving there. community in Switzerland? Yeah, there is. There is a yeah. big dive community, yeah. Oh, so how did you transition from like the warm waters of the Maldives to the cold of Switzerland? Funny thing, I don't get cold that easily. So yeah, I, I, I've done a free dive, one day of free diving up in the mountains in a lake. Yeah. It was four degrees. I was just wearing a five mil suit. And yeah, I was, I think I was the last one to get out after an hour. Everybody else was freezing, but I was, I was all right. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't get cold, so I'm used to it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well, it's good you're still diving. Yeah, being so far. Yeah. So, how long have you been diving? I did my first dive in '92. 1992, yeah. then got certified as a paddy open water diver in '94. So, since then, yeah. been an instructor since 2003. Yeah, yeah right. So did you grow up in the Maldives? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Maldives. And your family's still there? Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And so who got you into diving? And, you know, do you remember your first dive? Where, you know, what was you doing? What, how did you get started? <laughs> when I was a kid, I was watching the Cousteau Adventures everyone, on TV. Yeah, every, <laughs> everyone. Yeah, everyone gets inspired by Cousteau. Yeah, so that's how I got into it. I think even my mom used to tell me that even when I was five, six years old, I was telling them, yeah, I'll be a diver and all that. So, yeah, yeah. And yeah, my first dive was kind of, uh, I had to do it in secret because my mom doesn't like <laughs> me being a diver or getting into diving and all that. So, so on one of the resorts that we went on. She knows you're a diver now though, yeah? Yeah, of course. <laughs> She's happy with that. <laughs> One of the resorts, long time ago, I think that was in 92 or even earlier than that. Uh, we went for a weekend trip and then one Italian instructor took me on a, on a discovered dive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, ever since then, I'm hooked on it. Yeah, yeah. And have you got family yourself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife is here, but I have two two boys back in Maldives. Yeah. And do they dive? Yeah. They did the oh, open cool. water course with me. And, and yeah. Do you yeah, find brilliant. a lot of people in the Maldives take up diving or is it? Yeah, now, now it's a, yeah, there's a big, it's a big trend coming mm -hmm. up. A lot of youngsters are getting into diving more and more into being into the professional side of it, dive masters, instructors. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, what kind of have you done any sort of um, you, you deep diving? Have you had to increase your qualifications to? Because you mentioned you've done deep reefs. Yeah, when I was with the military dive teams, we used to do a lot of deep dives, and ever since that, I'm doing basically on my own solo dives, deep sixty to eighty meters on my own. Sometimes just exploration. Yeah. yeah. Do you prefer to dive on your own or is that just the yeah. next thing that you're doing? Yeah, I prefer to dive on my own and 
which is illegal in the Maldives, but I have a sort of a special permit from the former fisheries minister and all that. So, yeah. so yeah. I used to dive a lot on my own, exploring yeah. the deep reefs, cave systems and stuff. And do you say, what is your choice of diving? Is it uh, with a rebreather or do you, do you, cause you dive with a rebreather? Don't yeah, you? I, I used to dive with a rebreather and for me, it depends what, what I'm going to be doing on that dive. Yeah. So either an open circuit or rebreather, it doesn't, it doesn't matter for me. Yeah. 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 So twin sets, what, yeah. you know, whatever really. Yeah. Twin sets, oh, side good. mount, normal scuba. <laughs> You've been through the whole range then really. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, Gary. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of the few Maldivians who are into technical diving. A lot of, I don't know, for some reason, they think it's dangerous. And I've been, since uh, 2006, well, I've it been kind of is, up. isn't it? Tech diving? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the only country in the world where tech diving is not allowed. What? Right. By okay. law. Yeah. Mm. So by 30 meter maximum, that's it. Yeah. So anybody, if they wanted to exceed 30 meters, would they, no. they wouldn't be allowed or they'd be they wouldn't be allowed. But hopefully next year, because uh, me and one of my colleagues from the Bolivian defense, from the military, from the Coast Guard, one of the officers, we've drafted the regulation. So it includes all tech dive regulations, commercial diving and all that. So hopefully next year, the president is going to ratify that law and make it open. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been trying since 2006. Me and uh, you must have heard of Ben Raymonds, the famous tech diver, Belgium, from uh -huh. Belgium, who was part of the Thai cave rescue. Uh -huh. One of the guys who... I, I missed his name. Who, who sorry? Ben Raymonds. Raymonds. Raymond. Ben Raymonds. I always mispronounce them. Is it? I'm not sure. Okay, but he was part of the uh, Thai cave divers. He, he was part of the Thai cave rescue, one of the guys yeah, who, discovered, who found the kids. So both of us have been trying really hard since 2006 to get the tech dive permission from the Maldivian government. But yeah. a lot of... So what's, what's there to look at? When you say you want to, to um, get that through so you can do more tech diving, yeah. um, is there anything particular in mind that you want to go see? Oh, the deep reefs, it's beautiful. Deeper, yeah. around 50, 60 meters. It's amazing. We've mm. got so much coral life there, so much going on. And also, I'm interested in exploring new stuff. So there are yeah. a lot of deep wrecks. There, are, there is a cave system, a lot of caves as yeah. well. Deeper than 60 meters, some of them are. And have they been, they, and they haven't been explored yet? They haven't been explored. Uh, me and Ben, we did a couple of caves. Yeah. Ben did one on with another Italian friend of mine because my rebreather had the malfunction that day, and I was not that good on going that on deep. So mm. Ben. What well, malfunction before you got in, or? Yeah. Did it? It's lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So also we went down a, a blue hole. The ent entrance is at about. 35 meters and then goes down to 90, 92, 93 meters. Oh, wow, that's deep. Yeah, and pitch black, layer of sulfur, just amazing. How do you know how deep it is? So have you been to the bottom of it already? I didn't go, Ben went down to the bottom. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At that time, I was not trained to be 
that deep. And but nobody's been down there before. There were some Italian scientists who who dived that deep, but on normal air. I think this was the first time that some tech divers went deep. Yeah, they went down on air. Yeah, we heard that they went down on air. Wow. Well, Blimey. My, my first deep dive was on normal air, which I did at nine to ninety-two meters. Really. Did you not get nar- you didn't feel any narcosis or anything like that? I was hallucinating. I was seeing ships. I, I saw a few, <laughs> a few airplanes. I saw somebody flying by. I don't know what. Was and you I, on your I, own? No, I went with a friend of mine. We both right. didn't. We both don't remember what happened between ninety-two and on the way to thirty. We don't remember. I don't remember anything. Just that not scare you. Wow. It kind of got me into the safe side of diving to go more into technical side, mixed gas and all that. Yeah. It kind of pushed me. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was while well, I was with the Maldives uh, military dive unit. And we didn't have much. If some officers, even the when the commanding officer says, okay, you guys have to go down, get it, we go down. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> So you, you, were, you were a trainer in the military, were you? Yeah, I did my military diving courses in the military. I did uh, in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a clearance diver as well. So mine clearance, diffusing, okay. explosives and all that. Yeah. Really? And I, then I trained the Maldivian Special Forces on their dive phase. Yeah, we've so. just recently spoken to um, the bomb clearance guys here in the UK. Oh. Diving. Yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Small world. Yeah, yeah, it's funny how these things all link together. <laughs> yeah. 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 How many um, dives have you sort of logged? Do you still log your dives? I have, to be honest, I started logging this year again. So I, I stopped after around 15,000 something. I just didn't bother. 15,000? <laughs> yeah. Because wow. we were doing so much diving, it's like in the military, if, you know, Maldives doesn't have any wars, no conflicts, nothing. So all we do is, the dive unit, all we have to do is if there's no incident, every 15,000, you must be nearly semi-aquatic. I, some people say I got gills somewhere around <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that is a lot of dives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so how many um, have you done in Switzerland? Oh, maybe five, six. Yeah. Yeah. So is that dry suit diving? Yeah. That is, yeah. So yeah. what? So how sort of what? What would be the temperature range at the moment? Because in the UK, a lot of us all pack up our diving gear from about uh, January through till April. Uh, not everywhere, but there's. A lot, a lot of people, people do, and they, they regard those few months as a time to sort their kit out and repairs and get stuff serviced. Because uh, it's not just the water temperature, but the weather can be really bad for, you know, so it's not particularly that, not that pleasant in the UK sometimes, uh, January and February. So is that the same in Switzerland, sort of, you know, where do you sort of close up for a couple of months? No, I don't No, you think dive so. all the way through. Because I've, I've dived in October last last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah. And how do you, and are these at altitude, these lakes? Some are at altitude, some are, I mean, it's a mountainous country, so yeah. it's at altitude. Yeah. Which obviously you have to bear in mind with your, 
when you with your diving yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and you're quite into your fitness, aren't you? If I keep seeing posts of you in the, <laughs> does that help with your diving? Do you? Yeah, it does. It does. I I love being fit, and I I actually I haven't been fit this fit for a long time. I was so unfit, and then. Jeremy tells me you are a regular at the box. Yeah, well, it's a, just a normal gym. I can't afford to go to a CrossFit box here. It's too expensive. <laughs> Did you used to? I went for a couple of classes just three or four yeah classes that was it but then i just do it on my own i watched the videos from all these crossfitters and then i got one crossfitter who is participating in the games and i just message her and she tells me what to do and how yeah. it's going to be done. Who, who is that christy aramo christy o'connor christy o'connor yeah I don't know the name, but uh, some of the people who I go to the CrossFit with, they may know her, her name. Yeah, she, um, she participated in the Games this year and got ninth place. So. Really? Yeah. There's some seriously strong and fit ladies who go there. Yeah. Um, and it just you know, blows my mind when, when you see the weight that they lift. It's just unbelievable. No, I've been, I've been now mostly doing like, every other day some strength training and then normal bodybuilding stuff just for a body part and then at the end i just do a 45 minute wad just on my own mostly running wads yeah either run 1k and do 50 60 burpees do another 1k love burpees <laughs> love them <laughs> i love burpees i can never get enough of burpees you know <laughs> especially the when you have to do go over a box yeah and holding dumbbells and then do a burpee. <laughs> oh, even better, you know. Love it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you think di uh, fitness, being fit, is important for anybody diving? Yeah, I think so. Especially in the tech field of diving, tech side of diving, carrying all these tanks on your back or on your side. Mm. Yeah. It will be good if you do a lot of deadlifts and squats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is right. You know, you think a twin set, what a twin set way, just lugging one of them about, you know, to the yeah. dive site. You know, that's a workout on its own, let alone going to a gym. So, uh, yeah, it does take some doing. So uh, fitness and uh, certainly does go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good to be fit. I mean, it's a good, Way of just being healthy and being healthy for diving is also yeah. Being fit so well. Does your she wife went. does she dive? Yeah, she's an instructor as well. Yeah, okay. brilliant. And so you get to go diving together. Yeah, yeah, that's good then. Yeah, last time we did was in Bali in March, just before the lockdown happened. We mm -hmm. was just barely able. I mean, our flights. Yeah. Yeah. So why Switzerland out of all, all the places you could go to? Because, you know, you wouldn't normally, you wouldn't necessarily pick, if you were mad on diving, because Switzerland being a landlocked country in Europe, it's quite, you know, you wouldn't necessarily think, well, well, I love diving, so I'll go to Switzerland. So were you mad on skiers or? Well, Ian, uh, there are things that you do for love, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, well, yeah, she's, she's Swiss, so yeah, I decided because we were living apart for about two years. Right. So 
seeing each other every four to six months was not yet so it was tough yeah. So I decided to shut down the dive center and the management over to some some friends and I moved here. Mm. Yeah. So is there many dive centers in Switzerland? I know only three that I go to. Yeah. So it's yeah. time to have another one and put a Maldivian uh, <laughs> side to it. Uh, I don't think that's going to work here. It's no? too much of a competition. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good. I mean, uh, hopefully the dive center in Maldives will start soon. Yeah. If my friends can manage it, otherwise I'm just going to sell it sometime next year. Yeah. Done with it. I suppose that, you know, mind you, um, aren't they now open in there from, from the COVID certain, side of things? Yeah. Uh, certain resorts are open. A couple of, some liverboards are doing their cruises, yeah. but local islands, some are open, some are still closed, mm. not allowed right. to. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, but it's good. Emperor Dive is on operation now. So. Yeah. Yeah. And were you, were you in uh, partnership with anyone like Reef World at, when, you, when your dive scent was going? No, no. Yeah. No, it was just on a local island, not partner. <laughs> I yeah. didn't have anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But I used to help out for IUCN. I used to do a lot of help them out with their uh, coral research and temp deep uh, deep temperature measurements. So I used to go down to sixty to eighty meters, putting all these temperature loggers and yeah. work down, getting the data every month for them. Oh wow! Yeah. So what is um, you must saw some pretty pretty interesting animals come in yeah because you look at your tiger shark behind you yeah you know, that's a great example isn't it yeah so i um, uh the shark population in the Maldives has just gone up ever since uh when was it 90 uh 2009 i think they put the ban on fisheries yeah. and export of sharks and then just you see hundreds now yeah. Amazing, isn't it? It just shows what a difference it. Yeah. But again, it de de it depends on which side of the Maldives you are. If it's the mm. south, there's lots, and this is what the tiger sharks are in the south mostly. Yeah. 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 Very diverse. Yeah, marine life you must have. Yeah. Yeah. My, one of my favorites is mantas. I just love, really? love being around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we've had a couple of guests. We've spoken to the Manta Trust Foundation in Hawaii and then Manta Pacific. Yes, yeah, it's amazing what they're doing with yeah, the yeah. king and the yeah. yeah. I used to I used to help out Dr. Anne Murray. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was taking photos of the belly of the pattern on the manta and then sending it to her to ID and. All right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, certainly, you know, a lot of people wouldn't even consider what a manta is or, you know, what goes on behind the scenes of, you know, looking after them and, yeah, keeping them, the numbers monitored. Yeah. yeah. I think there are now almost 5,000 or 6,000 mantas, individual mantas in the Maldives, ID'd. So wow. that's, that's good. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Okay. So in terms of your photography, your... <laughs> Obviously, a bit specialised in that. What made you get into it? Ah, there's, there's an interesting backstory we had. <laughs> when we were in the in the military, uh, we used to like 
had to go down, get recover dead bodies and stuff. And at one point, the I think it was the when a, when a foreigner body is found, we have to take photos before we pick up for insurance purposes. Right. So the military, the dive unit's got a camera, a film camera, a CNC or yeah, a CNC motor marine camera, and then the officer commanding just gave it to got everybody together and said, okay, who wants to take photos of dead bodies? <laughs> Nobody wanted it. I was like, yep, yeah, I'll do it. So that sort of, but it's a, it was a bit gruesome, but uh, so since then I've been into. Yeah, so these were dead bodies underwater, were they? From divers or shipwrecks. Right, okay. Yeah, so before we bring them up. So yeah, we have to take I suppose it's all part of the investigation, I, suppose, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So that was the moment you decided that you were going to take it a bit yeah. further. Was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I was taking the camera on even normal dives and just practicing. Uh, back then, it's just film camera, 36 shots, and it's over. <laughs> Either you get 36 good ones or you get one or none. Is that a camera where you actually have to take the film out? and Yeah, and, and give wow. it to the developers, yeah. 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 So what sort of camera do you use now? Have you got a particular one that's... Yeah, I got a Nikon D300 and a, that's the old one and then a Nikon D800 with Nauticam housings. And... Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of people uh, seem to like those Nikons, don't they? Yeah. Make, good, make good underwater cameras. Well, they're good cameras anyway, but good a camera. lot of underwater photographers um, we spoke to seem to... Uh, go down the Nikon route rather than something like Canon or Olympus? Uh, a lot of my friends are into Canons and they yeah. all have Canons. Yeah, it, it, it's just a camera and it's just a name. Same thing. And I, th- I guess it depends on what you you get used to, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't, I couldn't use a Canon. I'm not, it's all the functions are different and <laughs> it was too much for me. Yeah. I'm like that with mobile phones, you know, you get, you get stuck with a certain, like you learn how an iPhone works and then, yeah. so then you get presented with a, an Android phone. I'm thinking about our back phone and it's all of a sudden it's a whole different, you know, uh, kettle fish and you've got to think, right, how does that work? Yeah. That's the same thing. No, with cameras and stuff. Yeah. So how did you start getting, um, did you start entering competitions to get your photos out there? I, I entered one competition in the Maldives that was held in 2007 by the tourism board. And I mean, it was just a last minute entry. One of my friends said, you should enter. I was like, okay, I don't know which photos to choose. And I just put a bunch of, entered a bunch of photos and I got, uh, I got first and second in the underwater category and then best of show. Yeah. And, then, and that, I think that was the only competition I entered. Other than that, it's just yeah. a lot of magazines ask for my photos and yeah. mostly Asian diver magazines, scuba diver, Australasia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is your choice? What is your preference of diving? Is it uh, cave diving, wreck diving? What, what, what is your preference? Any type of diving? Anything, yeah. as long as there's water around me, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and do you think you'll be, when will you next be in the water? Have you got any plans to? Uh, right now, my wife is undergoing some dental work. So, as soon as that's healed up, yeah. yeah. You know, 
hopefully mm -hmm. next month. Yeah. And have you got any plans to travel further afield to do other diving? Uh, because of this crazy situation, I don't think we'll travel that soon, but I'm not, I want to go and dive in Egypt. I've never dived in Egypt. Okay. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, get a good liverboard and uh, makes, you know, you have a really great week. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Some brilliant diving, uh, Red Sea. Yeah, and it's not too far away from you, you know, yeah. European, yeah, just outside. So, yeah, hopefully that will happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and um, right now I'm making a calendar for next year, just a, just a desk calendar. Yeah. For next year. So with a lot of, I mean, I... It's black and white because I, one of the photographers who I got really inspired is who passed away recently, Ernie Brooks. So I just want to honor him. So everything is in black and white because he always takes on black and white and all. Yeah, some some photos work really well as black and white, don't they? Yeah. And or it adds an atmosphere um, to a photo, doesn't it? Yeah. And sometimes. That, that atmosphere doesn't get doesn't come across with color does that make sense uh, yeah does. You know, I, where... I had a, yeah i'm having oh. a, i had a hard time choosing which photos to make it and it's just all the black and white ones which came out good well only mantas sharks and turtles yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like someone's photo i often think uh, portraits look can look really good in black and white, can't they? Because yeah. it brings more more depth and yeah, the, especially with the texture of the skin, yeah. that brings that out. Um, yeah. Almost more true in some respects. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's quite good. You know. Yeah, that's good. Do you have a dive location still on your bucket list that you'd like to visit? Yeah, the Galapagos. That's the Galapagos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 That's an amazing place to go, isn't it? Yeah. If we can travel. Yeah. 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 So well, you, hopefully. Would you look to go there for um, photography as well? Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Okay. So, what about your favourite marine animal? What would that be? Manta. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, one thing that's on my bucket list is to. Free dive with a great white. Oh yeah, be awesome, wouldn't it? Free dive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, snorkel. Are you talking about in a cage? Yeah. No, without the cage. Just All right. Oh, okay. Just want to be close. Yeah. yeah. No. I don't know. I might be crazy, but that's something <laughs> I've always. <laughs> Any one way of finding out? <laughs> yeah. Sure. You gonna make it back? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Make it. If you could take three people diving, they can be past, present, they don't have to be a diver. Who would you take into the underwater world and why? Well, <laughs> I have no, <laughs> no one comes to my mind. Who? They, they don't have to be, um, you know, alive still. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I, I mean, I, it's just, who can I take? I have no idea. <laughs> who would I take? Anyone from your family? Oh, I'll, Definitely take both my sons. Yeah. yeah. Good choice. Yeah. yeah, good choice. Yeah. They love the adventure, so Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what about dive equipment? Do you have a favorite piece of dive equipment? I've been using Scuba Pro for a long time. Ever yeah. since I started. I've been using Scuba Pro. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's for all your gear, is it? Everything like mask, fins? Every, I still have the old, old jack fins even. I'm still using it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're good, good now, fins, aren't they? Yeah. It's almost yeah. now 20 plus years old. And a lot of the, lot of the uh, other brands have all brought out very similar. Similar types, but yeah. I just love this. It's, it's so nice. It's so comfortable. It's heavy, but yeah. 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 Uh, my side mount rig is Hollis. Mm-hmm. So, right, yeah. SMS 50. That's the only, uh, and the mask is a Hollis M2. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a Hollis mask. They're good masks, aren't they? Yeah. Other than that, everything else is Scuba Pro, except the dry suit. Dry suit is Fort Element. <laughs> All right, yeah. What sort? What one? Uh, what's the one? I don't know. Brand. Uh, I mean, I don't know the model. I can't. All right, okay. Yeah, I've got a Fourth Element dry suit, a Hydra. Yeah, I. Was it the Hydra? Quite a new one out. Yes. Yeah. Laminate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, and what about um, once you've been diving, what would be your choice of meal to celebrate the dive? What would you have? Meal to celebrate. In Maldives, we always have coconuts after a dive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. How cool is that? Do you go up the tree to go get them or do you wait for them to fall? <laughs> By the time we are up on the boat, the crew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, very nice too. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so also we say to people, if you had a message you could put out to the world, um, you know, it can be a message, it can be a, a picture, just something that you want to convey to the world out there about maybe the underwater world. What would you want to say to everybody? Just be careful of the environment. Be careful of take, take care of the environment. Yeah. I'm seeing yeah. so much. I, I get sent a lot of photos, videos from my friends in the Maldives, back in Maldives. Mm. Like so much happening over there. The corals dying and I mean I, I got a video a couple of days ago. Some divers just standing on top of corals and kicking around in the yeah, and you yourself, as you dived through the years, have you noticed a change in the, obviously, ocean that you were in? Yeah. yeah. Is that in terms of, like, the coral, or is it just plastic? Coral, coral plus plastic. Mm. Yeah. Blue yeah. plastic everywhere, doesn't it? Yeah, and apparently Maldives has the highest number of microplastics in the world. Ta-da! Really? Yeah. Okay, isn't it? It's just a, yeah... Wonder what do you know? Is there any reason why that is? Maybe because, to be honest, the governments haven't really done anything to mm. tackle that problem. The garbage disposal is done on an island that was dredged, and it's an artificial island. They put yeah. sand in and reclaimed the lagoon, and they are dumping so much on there, burning, and all the plastic is taken there. Mm. Also, there'll be plastic coming from the currents as well, but. Yeah, but they, the the garbage disposal problem in the Maldives is is a big mess. They oh. haven't really done anything in the past. I don't know how many years. Yeah, do they look at the environmental issues, or is it just kind of? No, no I. You mean the government? Mm. They. I don't know how much heat I'm gonna get from this, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a rebel. I've always talked out what I feel. 
good or what I feel is bad. Uh, they go, all these ministers, everybody, they go to all these forums, to UN mm. or even into EU, to talk a lot about how they are going to protect the environment, all that, get all the funds and go back to Maldives. And what do they do? They reclaim lands, they just dredge lagoons and just kill everything. Talk and no action. Yeah, mm. that's yeah. hypocrite. Yeah, that's not good. So, yeah. But, even yeah. now, even now, well, I just want to say that one of the best dive sites in the south of Maldives for sharks, you get great, it's between two islands, this channel, and you get hundreds of gray reefs, white tips, leopard sharks, tigers, and green turtles you can see on one dive, wow. if you're lucky. And now they're going to build a bridge, which is useless between these two islands because the, there's an airport mm -hmm. on one island and the other island is a local island so just because the that area MP promised that that they will have a bridge which makes no sense because it's just a five five to ten minute boat ride and now they just want to destroy the whole yeah. this ecosystem just because of the bridge crazy yeah but that's something I'm trying to put into I, I want to put into diver magazine and all these magazines about this. Do you write regularly into these magazines? I haven't written for di any European magazines, but for the Asian Diver magazine, I've written a few articles and regular yeah. contributions. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So if people want to find out about your photography and about you, where is the best place for them to go to? Right now, I'm working on my website, but Instagram is the only thing that is... Yeah. Out. Yeah. I yeah. put up and yeah, I'm planning a 24 hour dive as well for next year, hopefully. A 24 hour dive? Yeah. Wow. I'm going to be underwater for 20 hour, 24 hours somewhere <laughs> in the Maldives. That'd be, that'd be cool. Uh, are you doing that for um, a cause or a charity? That's what I'm trying to find. Which charity should I go into? I'm sort of on a big brain freeze due to that. I mean, regarding that. Yeah. Well, when you wanna... decide, let us know and then, yeah, we can post about it. Yeah, we can help share it. Yeah, I did, I did, me and my wife, we planned, we did a 48 hour dive in 2016, but that was with a team. We had nine divers and we were diving, everybody team diving every three hours in the water, taking photos, videos of just one particular uh, dive site, just to see the changes. Yeah in that 48 hours. Right, okay, that's good. Yeah, that's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's brilliant. That's well, simple plan. Yeah, do you have any questions for us? So when are you guys coming diving in Switzerland? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, it's, it's amazing yeah. to think, you know, diving, you just wouldn't imagine it going on because it's, yeah, such a landlocked. I have one, I have one, one other question regarding diving or snorkeling with seals in the in the UK what's the best place best time well Ian has dived with seals in the Farne Islands oh. that's awesome yeah brilliant um, anytime really from uh, I'd say probably from about April right through till October okay. um, after then you might be ch uh, sort of chancing it a little bit with the weather you know, because the weather can be a little bit uh, choppy up there, a bit bouncy, as they say. But it's brilliant experience if you ever get the chance to. And it, it, there's something about the 
seals at the farms makes them really sociable okay. with although you get seals and lots of other places around the uk um they do they are quite well known for being very sociable which for a photographer you know it's brilliant you know lends to lots of opportunity for getting great photos and uh you you listened to our latest episode with uh, dr yeah, alex mustard uh, and what yeah. he's got a very famous photo that he did with a selfie and he got a picture of the pup you know seal pup and yeah, yeah um, i've seen that for you know and that's great and uh but yeah you know really any time sort of summer spring summer and autumn is probably yeah. the best time just for for the weather really have you dived in the uk before uh no. no i've been into the uk a lot for the dive expos and stuff yeah yeah oh, well put that on your list <laughs> try uk diving yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely definitely one to do it's a great place to uh, even on like our east coast, uh, the south coast, all the way around, you know. Yeah, I've got some good friends down there who are divers. So Saeed Rashid. Yeah. He's yeah. a photographer. Photographer, yeah. Yeah. So I need to go and dive with him. And... Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. So... Well, keep us informed of any news, won't you? You know, yeah. and um, when this plan of yours ha happens, let us know. We can help share it. That'd be really great. Yeah. I'm planning yeah. it. So, yeah, let's see how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah that's brilliant no thank you very much for your time thank you thank you yeah, thank you great uh, well thank you very much for yeah, thank you for time today it's really nice to meet yeah. you so you too you guys too yeah yeah i'll drop you an email yeah. <laughs> okay yes. Good Thanks, night. Bye. bye bye welcome back everybody uh that was good what do you think jen yeah, I loved his story, you know, from the Maldives and then he's now residing in Switzerland and he still yeah. gets a bit of diving done. Yeah, he certainly do. And uh, nice part of the world as well, Switzerland. Well, actually, so is Maldives, you know, so yes. uh, a bit of difference though, Maldives to Switzerland. Yeah, but he said he doesn't, he doesn't get cold. So, no, no, yeah. but no, it was really good. And uh, I want to say thank you very much to Shaf for uh, lending us some time and uh, coming on and chatting about his life and career as a diver it's really good feel blessed for that one and hope you all enjoyed that one too um so that is episode 57 58 who have we got coming up we've got stratus kaz he is a filmmaker and a diver and cave instructor but he has just brought out a book called close calls and that's a compilation of other divers um talking about their close calls and I think there's about 60, 68, 68. Yeah. a lot of people have all co yeah. contributed to uh, to make that book happen. Yeah, and had a quick read of some of them. And yes, yeah. they are yeah. gripping. Yeah, some scary stories on there, isn't there? you know. Think, yeah, wow. but they've all they've all come out, you know, living and breathing and dancing. So that's the main yeah. thing. And that's the important thing. You always got to get home and, uh, you know, uh, you put it down to experience and think, yeah, great. Move on from that. Learn from it. Yeah. And they've, you know, he'll obviously talk about it, but they've all been very honest in coming and telling about something that is, you know, yeah. a bit scary and, yeah, maybe not seen to be something to be talked about. Yeah. So it's quite um, yeah, enlightening. You have to open up and talk about these things mm. uh, rather than you know, bottle it up. So it's good that they, everybody got involved, who was involved, and, uh, you know, spread, the, spread their message. Yeah, so it's an exciting episode, I think. 
yeah and that is really good and uh it was really great good that we got that together with stratus uh really quick and um we just kept seeing it is everybody's having selfies with with his book we with thought, the book. Oh, i'm gonna find out about him and um, it was really good to quick turnaround really Jim. yeah yeah, yeah, no, it's good. And we have had a few people phone the back phone as well, haven't we? We have, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so that'd be really good. And that's about it then, really. Yeah, so just keep an eye on the social media as always. Yeah. Keep an eye out with what we're up to and what we're doing. Yeah, look out for that beach art. Look out for the job that's going with our friends at the Reef World Foundation. And uh, if you have got rescue but um under your belt then maybe get have a look on the guides and see if you can get that course done that course done yeah so that would be really good yeah especially all you lot in the uk because you can't dive so have a look at the yeah, course and do yeah, it do that as well get up to date with that so it's always always good to hashtag educate yes as christina sonato would tell us you know so that'd be really good Okay, well, I think that's it. I think that's time for me to go and uh, polish my stiff cut. <laughs> right, up. whatever you get up to in your spare time, that's great. <laughs> and uh, before I do, thank you very much for downloading this episode and stick with us. There's more fun things to come and fun guests <laughs> to come. So uh, we hope you enjoy that and we will speak to you on the next one don't forget to leave us a message on the back phone yeah it's always fun hearing from you and you will be paid on the next episode yeah 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 that'd be really good so uh, that'd be good thank you very much right that's it for me we'll see you on the next one yeah see you on episode 58 goodbye